All right, welcome into another episode of the We Wager Weekly Podcast. Um, got a bunch to catch up on from this week. Um, missed you guys late last week and early this week. So back again with another Friday recording. We'll be out for you guys Saturday. Um, like I said, a bunch, bunch to catch up uh, throughout all the different leagues. So we'll get right into it. Um, Chafe, you want to start us off? Uh, yeah, all right. So since... It's crazy to think the last time that we were uh, we were recording, we were we were optimistic the Sixers were gonna were gonna bounce back. Yep. Game two. That uh, that obviously didn't happen as they stink. They fired Brett Brown. Uh, and it's just gonna happen with them. That's our that's our Homer update. The rest of the series are uh, they're wrapping up right now, but uh, most they most of them would be would have been wrapped up at this point, but. The last two days have been uh have been games that have been postponed due to uh it was a boycott at first and then it was a joint postponement for the games the day that we're recording but they're getting back back tomorrow so we're gonna have some some picks for that but in those series we got a uh, we got the Lakers are gonna up three one trying gonna move on against the Blazers who don't have Dame anymore because Damian Lillard. He's getting his knee examined. The other LA series is the Clippers up three two over the Mavs. The Mavs had the uh, the other injury news with uh, Mr. Kristaps Porzingis. He has a, a torn meniscus, so he's out for the series as well. So Luca needs to do what he did for the entire series, just a little bit more, so they can win. Because I would love to see the see a big upset like that with the Clippers, the number two consensus. But yeah, the rest of the series, Nuggets are up three two. Bucks are up 3-1. Rockets and Thunder are tied 2-2. That one's going to go 7. I, don't, I have no idea who's going to win that. Um, and Utah's up 3-2. And Miami swept the Pacers. So the Pacers also fired fired their head coach. So they got two prominent, two prominent Eastern Conference teams. And the Raptors swept the Nets. Yeah, so that's the, uh, that's the updates from, from the games. So the schedule for tomorrow is uh, – let me pull up a lot. They're more reliable. You got the Magic and the Bucks. Uh, Bucks can advance. Game five with the Rockets Thunder Series. And then the uh, Lakers taking on Trailblazers. So going to just piggyback directly into that. That's the, the game. Are you still picking that game, Noah? What's that game? The, the Lakers-Portland game. Get our picks in quick. and then we... No, no. So, um, I'm going with the uh, the Rockets minus five against the uh, Thunder. I think they respond after that game four loss. All right. And, uh, yeah. Take the 3-2 lead. And I can see, uh, looking at the Google Doc, Matecki's uh, piggybacking, but in Matecki fashion, taking the uh, the safer the safer money line. In the Always. Yeah. Always, yeah. I, I agree with Noah after the game four loss. I think they, they rebound and come back and win this game. I didn't really like the five. I think it'll be a little bit closer than that, as I usually do. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I will take the, the Rockets money line. But... Always playing safe. <laughs> and then any money is some money. That's rather, rather, rather win a little than, uh, than lose a lot. Yep. Uh, so then uh, I am not taking that. The Rockets game. I'm taking the, the game that I thought Noah was taking, the Lakers Trailblazers, because I'm taking the uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. They go uh, minus 13 and a half. I think it's going to be a huge blowout. Damian Lillard's not in the bubble anymore. So Portland kind of just doesn't have anything. At this point, it's just CJ McCollum and Nurkic. Don't 
I think that's nearly enough to take home LeBron and uh, AD. And then another another thing, I think going into it, little motivation factor for uh, for LeBron is he was one of the ones who was very adamant in trying to uh, – he wanted to boycott the rest of the season completely. So he was – so I think uh, he feels a little spurned by the players, kind of just not following him because it's, I think he considers himself the face of the league. I think he thought that uh, it was going to be a bigger following him than just the Clippers. But he agreed to it. He said he likes the uh, – he likes the – the deal that the NBA PA and owners have agreed to. So I just still think it's like a little back of the mind factor to think about when he's playing. I think he's kind of want to be like, all right, it's still my league. Let me just go dominate the rest of these playoffs and then end the season. So I'm taking the, uh, the Lakers minus 13 and a half. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know any other NBA news. Oh, God. All right. Uh, I didn't think that was going <laughs> to nah, Anyway, moving on to, uh, I guess, baseball. You want to yeah. baseball? Uh, yeah, baseball. It's. Baseball is back playing. Uh, they're for, they're, they just announced they had no no positive coronavirus cases for the league for the last league round of testing, which was big because there were almost two scares with the Reds and the Mets, but they all figured out and they're both playing right now. But the MLB also did have a couple games postponed yesterday, so they're going to have to figure out how to make those up. But since then in baseball, it's been things have been getting wild. Trade deadlines coming up on what it's Wednesday. Right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, trade deadline's Wednesday. There's there's a lot of teams just straight gunning for it, even teams that aren't in the playoffs right now, like the Reds and the Phillies, I think are the two teams just outside the playoff picture, but they're both rumored to be adding. So that's something to see. Um, Aaron Judge got hurt again. He came back for one game. And oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah, he's <laughs> You didn't hear? Yeah, he's he, he re-aggregated the exact the exact injury he came back from, but uh, of course he did. Yeah, uh, not that it matters anymore. Yeah, but. and uh, so in the NL, Atlanta is still uh, cruising, cruising in the uh, driver's seat of the NL East with <laughs> the Phillies, Nats, and Mets all being at least two games under five hundred. That's that's not what people were expecting because the Miami, that means the Miami Marlins are in second place and a playoff team right now. They Shortages, anything can happen. That's the, that's my only explanation for them. Uh, then we have uh, the NL Central. The Cubs are the Cubs are still kind of chilling. They're falling off a little bit, but they still have a little nice lead over over St. Louis, who's playing a million games in ten days to make up for the the two weeks they missed. A lot of games. Yeah, I think. I'm, did they play? No, they didn't even play yesterday, so they have another game to make up. Uh, Jesus, dude, I don't know how they're gonna do all this. Yeah, there's so much. Uh, like I said, the Reds are four games under 500, but they still want to add. Pittsburgh's the worst team in baseball. They're in the basement of that division. Uh, State to say, our Reds pick was uh, not too great. Hey, man, they're they're right there. I think they're a game. They're a game back. Uh, yeah, I think they're no, they're two games back of the the Red. Yeah. No, they're, yeah, they're two games back of the Mets and Phillies. Because the Mets and Phillies are tied for that eighth playoff spot, I think. 
if I can read math correctly, yeah. Yeah, they're tied for that eighth spot right now. Um, then in the NL West, you have the best, the two best teams in baseball. Uh, not not serious with the second best, but the best team in baseball is the Los Angeles Dodgers. Plus 86 run differential, 24-9. That's in a regular season game, like regular 162 game season, that's on pace for 117 wins, which is just absurd. Uh I think it was it was 117 wins and a plus 450 run differential, which would just be ridiculous. Uh, so they're the best team in baseball. The most fun team in baseball, though, who I said was the second best team, is the uh, the San Diego Padres. They have two legit MVP candidates in uh, Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis. They're uh, just what was it three was it no five straight games of the Grand Slam over since the last time we recorded. Absolutely, just owning the. Uh, the um, Texas Rangers. Is it the Rangers? Yeah. We, well, yeah, we didn't. The, the weekend podcast would have been more uh, where that we talked about the record, right? The unwritten rule stuff that the Rangers manager tried pulling up. Like, first of all, that's not even, I don't even, that's never been a thing anyway. So um, that's just one thing. But also, the Rangers are the team that ran up the score the most in MLB history <laughs> when they beat the Orioles that one year. Like, what was it, like 33 to two or something? Something crazy like that. Yeah, I saw a series show that scored, recently. They scored eight runs in the ninth inning with two outs. They, they could have ended the game, but they scored eight <laughs> more runs. So like, they can't say anything about running out the score when they did that as an organization. Uh, the rest of that division, Colorado was hot start the season. They are sliding. They were on a huge lose streak, but now they're on a three-game win streak. Still one uh, – they're one game over 500, so they're the uh, – Currently, the seven seed in the e- or in the NL playoffs. Like I said, in the Phillies and Mets are tied for the eighth, with the Giants and Reds and Brewers right behind them. Only three, only two teams that are 100 percent out are basically. Is it no? Yeah, the Nats and Pittsburgh really the only two. Pirates, yeah. Pre- Pirates are the only team that are definitely out of it. Yeah, the Nat the Nats are not looking good. And What's the Nats like for now? Neither are the uh, Diamondbacks. So, there's two of the iffy teams. Didn't they just officially lose Strasburg, too? Yeah, he's out. That's other news. That, uh, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, they're not looking great. Tunnel on his thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're not. Not having soda for that first week, really. Yeah, that, that killed them. Uh, and Scherzer hasn't been himself. He's still been good, but he hasn't been Scherzer good. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then in the AL, AL East – Tampa Bay is a uh, crazy hot. That rotation is just unhittable. Glasnow finally had his first good start ever since we last recorded. He had 13 Ks a couple days ago. That was that was fun. Uh, the Yankees are still like the Yankees. I think now now that they're going to make the playoffs, that they're good enough to win enough games to get in the playoffs at this point. I think they're just they don't. I think they have two starters from opening day that are still. Playing that aren't, and it's it's uh Voight and Gardner, I think, are the only two. Mike Ford, if you count him, even though he's only there because it just went full D, they just have Voight DH in right now with no stand. But uh, yeah, so it's Ford, uh, Voight and uh, Brett Gardner are the only three, I think, from their opening day lineup because Judge. Re-injured his calf. Stanton's dead. Joe Urshel mm-hmm. is dead. 
Gary Sanchez is dead. Glaber Torres is dead. Yep. They they don't have anyone. <laughs> they're, they're just throwing bodies out. They were, they were debating, I think, DFA in Andujar because he's been brutal, and then now they have to hit him fifth every day. And Clint Fraser. We're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, that's why, that's why I think that they know that that team's still decent enough to – yeah, they don't care. So they're just waiting. Even though they do have the Blue Jays right on their tail, that's another surprise yeah. team. Baltimore's still sticking around. Boston's the second worst team in baseball right now. Or yeah, Boston's yeah, the, I think so. Not third. The Angels are, are the second worst. Oh know. wow. Yeah, by a game, half game. But yeah, the uh, Boston's just brutal. I mean, they should. If anyone needs to like look how to not run an organization after being so good. You can just look at Boston because, I mean, I don't blame the new – because they have a new GM who they kind of just said, you got to do – like, you got to cut salary and make us good. And he was like, I can't do both. Like, we don't have the assets because they uh, they hired the Rays, Rays assistant GM to run it. And yeah. he, they just don't have the – like, the Rays are good because the Rays acquire undervalued talent on other teams and turn them like focus on their strength and just like make them good just because they're only showing what they're good at. The Red Sox have never done that. So he didn't really have anything to work with and they just weren't going to pay Moogie bets. So he was like, I got to do something. He still got, <clears throat> still think he got swindled, not getting Gavin Lux or Dustin May. I mean, Verdugo's good, but he's not Gavin Lux or Dustin May good. Uh, Deidre Jones is okay. I think I'm, I think he's a little bit overrated as a shortstop prospect, but that's just me. So that I, that's like one trade that's gonna you're gonna look at Boston and be like, damn, like that's that that's gonna be up there. I think with the the Archer trade with the the uh, yeah the Pirates setting them back because like you're gonna look back and be like, wow, they really they really got nothing for the top five player in baseball. <clears throat> but yeah, then moving on. NL Central, the Twins are still murdering teams, plus 36 run differential. <clears throat> they just hit bombs. Nelson Cruz, I think, has 12 or 13 home runs. Uh, the White Sox and Indians are both hanging around. Even though the Indians are rumored to be listening to offers on everybody. Yeah, I, th- I do think that if any – like surprise, like I was saying earlier, there's some surprise teams going for it. I wouldn't be surprised if the Indians were the surprise team to just completely blow it up. And just getting max value back for Lindor, uh, Clevenger. I think they're going to flip Zach Klesak somewhere because I don't want to deal with him anymore. I think uh, Brad Han- Brad Hand. Brad Hand, yeah. I think all four of those. I think Jose Ramirez, because he still has three years left of control, <clears throat> I think he's the only one who's going to stay. I can see them just getting rid of everyone else, cleaning house, building around Jose Ramirez, uh, Nolan Jones, <clears throat> and then uh, – Shane Bieber. Those are the like Bieber and uh, Jose Ramirez. I think are the only two safe ones. Lindor is going to get an absolutely hefty return because he wants to sign an extension. It's just the Indians don't want to pay it. So he's whatever team gets him can probably get an him on an extension, and he's another top top ten player in baseball that could be on the move. So that's that's something to look out for for uh, next one. They will probably get more more into detail on the. Uh, Monday night episode, we're going to some of the rumors. But, uh, yeah, that's the uh, AL Central, AL West. Oakland is still still hanging on, even though Houston's gotten hot to catch back up to be in the playoffs. 
<laughs> my Rangers said they were going to keep keep shocking the world. They have a <clears throat> they've gone one and nine since then. Uh, so not not great. <clears throat> yeah, that's uh that's that's the um the roundup of the standings and there's the news. So now we can get in some picks. I know I just just told you how bad they've been, but <laughs> my man, my man is on the mound. I, I was saying this before the podcast. When this gets released tomorrow, it will be my birthday, and Lance Lynn is my man. So Lance Lynn is throwing a perfect game tomorrow against the Los Angeles Dodgers. I am going on record for when he throws it tomorrow. We're we're gonna look. I'm we're gonna go viral because we're gonna we're gonna prove that this got recorded the day before. But I called a perfect game. Lance Lynn's throwing a perfect game tomorrow. Eleven Ks, lock it in. Dod or uh, Rangers plus one thirty. The bet. Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> all right, I will. Um, yeah, I'll follow that up. I don't know how you're going to because that's <laughs> boldest of predictions, and it's going to happen. Just call it a perfect like, game. We're, we're all going to be there tomorrow, and we're I'm going to we're going to be putting this game on this the huge TV. We're going to be putting this game on at 10:30 at night because Lansman's going to be in the. What are they? Are they home or are they away? They're, they're home. So Lance Lynn's going to be – it's going to be the top of the ninth inning, and it's going to be Lance Lynn, like 80-something pitches, eight innings, no walks, no hits, 10 Ks. That's what it's going to say. Before or after we mock your fantasy football team. All right, man. <laughs> if Lance Lynn throws a perfect game, I'm not – I'm never – I'm never going to let anyone live it down. <laughs> I literally call it perfect game. Oh, so I, I can handle any – any breaking down if I get this right. The best way to keep it – the best way to follow you up is to keep it simple and just go Cardinals minus one and a half. I think they – I mean, I, Jack Flaherty pitching, he's been phenomenal. He's got a sub-2 ERA right now. I think they – I think that he keeps it rolling. I got Cardinals minus one and a half. I'm, I'm not going to go with – I'm not going to go with the uh, – what? What did they win? One in their last nine? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to come in the, the Monday podcast very disappointed if Lance Lynn ends up putting up like five five innings, six runs. <laughs> I mean, what you said they're playing the the Dodgers, right? Yeah, so I'm not going to. It's very it's very possible. Yeah, I'm not going to be surprised. This is why this is why like some this is why sometimes I wish we were already on video because I would have yakety sacks queued up to Lance Lynn highlights. Uh, we did that. <laughs> Every every time we talk baseball, I got to bring up. Hey, he's like I said earlier, he's number two in the ASL race right now. It's not a close race because Shane Bieber is just lapping everyone. But Lance Lynn's number two. He might finish way behind, but he's going to be the one who finishes right behind. Oh, boy, all right. Um, I guess I'll follow up on my pick. Um, going with the Astros minus one and a half. Uh, Shafe mentioned they're getting really hot recently. Um, starting to surge up the standings. So minus one and a half, plus one sixty. I believe they're playing. Who they got tomorrow? They got Oakland. They got the. They got. It the, is Oakland. Frankie Montas. Yeah, it's a uh, ace. Um, Zach Granke versus Montas. Yeah, I think I think Granke uh, powers them through. I think they win by two tomorrow. So got the Astros. It's uh, ironic using the word power for uh, Zach Granke as he throws his seventy-four mile per hour EFIS at least once a game now. Dude, I love watching it. It's, it's just so entertaining. It gets so much attention. I think it was he threw the slowest pitch in like since like the night like nineteen eighties or something when he was on the Diamondbacks. He threw a fifty-four mile per hour EPIS. Wasn't it fifty-four the other night too? 
It might have been. Pretty sure it was. That's just absurd. Could you imagine? Could you imagine <laughs> taking that and then having one of the relievers come in and pump 99 your next at bat? Only coming in twice as fast. It's insane. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. I think he did it on the Brewers a couple times too. Now that I remember, I think so. I think it's always been his thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's he's always a he's one of those like like freaks, and I say freaks in a good way, where he's just so determined to just get better, where he just just is always just doing something, and he just keeps adding new grips and everything. And the Epis was something he found with. The Diamondbacks, I think. Yeah, he's he's awesome. I, I, dude, I love watching him pitch. Yeah, he. I kind of like watching people like Johnny Cueto pitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They play mind games. Yeah. Yeah, Adam Wainwright used to do that. I don't think he does it that much anymore, yeah. but he used to. Granky used to be one of those guys that uh, everyone would like get like a, like mad when someone was like, "Is Granky Hall of Famer?" Because like, no, no, no way, Granky's Hall of Famer. But now you look at numbers. I think there's no doubt he's Hall of Famer. I think I think there's a couple of no doubt Hall of Famers. In baseball, they're all winding, winding the end of their careers right now. And I think Granky's asserted himself. But his last couple of years, I think he's had it like almost 10 war. And his last two years is like a 37 and 38-year-old. Yeah, he's – I think he's going to be Cooperstown. Yeah, I think so that's too. A, yeah. That's the uh, the baseball recap. Now we can uh, – I got all of my uh, – my bold picks off. We're gonna let Noah talk about the sport where he could have some bold picks. Getting some UFC for the weekend as we got a fight night tomorrow night. Yes, we do. Uh, so fight night tomorrow night, guys. Uh, pretty good card. So uh, just briefly talk about uh, main event: Anthony Smith versus Alexander Rakic. Um, should be a pretty good fight. Anthony Smith. The last time he fought was a couple months ago against Glover Teixeira, where. Um, it was controversially stopped a little late. Um, Anthony Smith actually like lost a couple of his teeth during that fight and uh, probably should have been stopped a little earlier, so he's looking to rebound off that. Uh, co-main event, Robbie Lawler uh, making his return against Neil Magny. Um, Robbie Lawler's last fight was a loss to Colby Covington. Neil Magny last just fought against uh, Anthony Rocco Martin in a win. Um, so... It's a tough fight to pick. Neil Magny, it's he's he's a hit or miss guy. He you know, if he shows up, then yeah, he can definitely beat Robbie Lawler. But if he you know, if he comes out flat, Robbie Lawler's probably gonna flatline him. So I'm probably gonna take Robbie Lawler in this fight. Uh I'm predicting Neil Magny probably to come out a little more stale than he did last time. Um yeah, so I'll take Robbie Lawler in that. The uh the fight I really want to talk about because uh, you know, hometown guy. Uh, Sean Brady's fighting tomorrow against uh, Christian Aguilera. Uh, this is on the undercard, but um, Sean Brady at twelve and zero is undefeated. I think he, uh, I think he gets a job done, and I think it's by knockout. I think he really needs this knockout on his resume, even though he's undefeated. He doesn't have too many of them, so uh, I think he finally gets it done. Dana White finally has been talking about him in the uh, in the lead up to it, so. Hopefully he can uh, get that knockout. Um, just a couple other things. John Jones officially forfeited the uh, the lightweight belt. Um, it looks like he's moving up to heavyweight. I don't know if he's going to get the next shot against Miocic. I I still think it's going to be in Gano. But um, yeah, didn't uh, didn't Danny say that himself that uh, Francis gets? He did. But, 
May first. Yeah, he did. I just I don't know I don't know what Jones is going to do. I I don't know if he's going to fight. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know why he relinquished the belt already. But whatever, he's not going to get the first shot. It's going to be in Gano. It, it makes more sense to be in Gano. But uh, what else? What else is in the news? So, oh, all right. So some upcoming fights in September. Um, fight night main event, September 12th. You got Tiago Santos against Glover Teixeira. Teixeira. Uh, Santos, last fight, he, um, he like, tours ACL, MCL, PCL, and meniscus in the same fight against John Jones in the second round. Fought all five rounds. One of the uh, one of the judges actually scored it for Santos. I, I don't know. I didn't really, I didn't say it that way. But he really did fight great, even though he like was on one knee. Um, so that was his last fight. He's looking for a rebound. Um, the Shara's last fight we just said was against uh, Anthony Smith. Um, the Shara's looking to keep building off that win. So that should be a good main event. Uh, Covington versus Woodley, September nineteenth, main event of a fight night. This has been building for a couple of years now, Covington versus Woodley, and they're finally going to fight. Um, it just sucks. Like it just sucks that Woodley isn't, you know, on a hot streak and isn't the champion. Like he should have been when they first were going to fight. But coming off a loss to Gilbert Burns, I think Woodley's looking to rebound pretty. Uh, I think I think he's going to win against Covington. I just I, I don't think Woodley looked that bad against Burns. I just think Burns looked that good. Um, Woodley looked like he, you know, he didn't gas out or anything. He didn't look like he was too tense. He just, he just, he just flat out got beat, and he knows that. But I think, I think uh, he's going to be too much for Covington to handle. And then you got UFC 253, September 26th, uh, main event: Paulo Costa, Israel Adesanya. Everyone's predicting that to be the fight of the year. Even Dana White said it. He predicted it to be the fight of the year. I mean, get ready for that, guys. It's going to be ridiculous. They're both going to come straight at each other. It's just Paulo Costa's undefeated. It's just a matter if Israel Adesanya can stop him from coming forward. If he can, then Adesanya's going to not have a problem. But if he can't, Costa might run right through him. So look forward to that, too. So that's all I got for UFC. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's fun couple fights coming up. That's going to be good. Well, it'll be fun tomorrow with all of us in the same spot, being able to watch some some UFC. I haven't done I haven't done that since like uh probably last year. Especially the Brady fight too. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. And now another another sport that's had a, a couple big weekends and some uh some big names not some big names putting up big scores and some big names putting up big scores in the the, the bad way. Yep. So uh, yeah, so. So in golf, we uh, it, it's let's look at the Google Doc. Did any of us pick DJ? I did. I speak? did. Yeah. yeah all right, well, it was a plus two thousand uh, play. Yeah. If only uh, if only we knew how good DJ was gonna be because, oh my, <laughs> Dustin Johnson, I I just couldn't fathom having a weekend where I was twenty one under par and I lost by nine strokes, but. That happened this weekend because Dustin Johnson put up minus thirty. You, you heard that ridiculous. he put up minus he put up thirty up minus thirty this over the over the weekend. Like I absolutely ran away with it. He set a PGA record on uh, the third round. And yeah. You know how? He played the front nine. He shot nine under. 
shot nine under on the it's, front nine. It's like it it doesn't make sense that a course like this where like it's not only him he he excelled like further than the others but like you have a lot of low scores like why is this the third to last uh, event? Yeah, that, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Huge change to uh, the tournament this weekend when we get into that. But uh, a twenty seven front nine that's that's like playing Roy McIlroy. It literally is. Just... It's video game numbers. That's what he did. That's and. It's just absurd. But, yeah, so, so DJ, so now going from that, going here to this weekend where it's the opposite of low scores, Dustin Johnson's, I think, tied for the league right, tied for the league right one now. With the, He's one off. Tied, tied one for off, third with Yeah, Rory, Rory and uh, Antley are tied at uh, one yeah. under. This is more so, like what so, you should be seeing. <laughs> like, yeah, so one on, 30 under the one under. Uh, ooh, that – that means Matsuyama was three under going into yes, the Yes, so he, he had a good he had a good first day, but yeah, yeah not not great this day. But uh, yeah, the DJ is one off at even. He's even <laughs> for the tournament. He's one off the lead. Hey, last two weekends he's averaging fifteen under. So dude, it's not it, what he's back to number one in the world. I think following the performance last week. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's gonna go into the pick that I have in this moment. But uh, yeah. Um, the big names putting up bad scores are Mr. T- Mr. Tiger Woods. Not he needed to finish top four to uh, to play next weekend in the Tour Championship. So it is like top four. Getting, oh man! Looks like he's getting the week off before the U.S. Open because he is not. <laughs> top four. I mean, I actually, it's open. It's pretty open. He's just got to play really, really well. He kind of ruined it for himself today with a five over. Of course. Yeah, he shot five over today. Uh, but, yeah, so that we – didn't, we didn't have any picks going, like, from – because we didn't have the, the start of the week episode. But So we're just picking it based off now, even though there was no cut. Yeah. That's, that's what makes it even worse is the Tiger has to go back out there for two more days. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, so going off the picks for the weekend, I'm going uh, – I am going Mr. Rory McIlroy. Even though I don't think he can get number one back with how close DJ is, I think he can inch closer. And I think these types of tournaments are the types of tournaments that Rory's just insane at, where if no one's putting up – I think Rory gets in his head when he's really far behind because he has to putt well, and putting is obviously the only weak point of his game. He is he can place the ball anywhere on the course at any time. So that's – I think he's going to just be able to do that, two putt, two putt his way to uh, – to one and two under pars each round. Like we have, I don't know how many par fives there are in this, yeah, but not sure. however, however many par fives there are, he just birdies those three and he pars the rest because he gets on gets on the green in two every time. That's all he needs. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Hideki Matsuyama. Um, again, he he was able to shoot three under day one. Had a bad bad day today, three over. So he's sitting at even tied with DJ. Um, so he's in he's in range. He's the only one off the lead right now. Um, I just see him pulling through this weekend, just based on what he was able to do day one. Honestly, it's a obviously wide open tournament right now with a lot of guys within you know three, four, five strokes of the lead, just because everyone's so you know clumped up right now. We'll see it start to open up tomorrow, and the leaders will emerge. But I definitely see him being being one of those names uh, up there at the top of the leaderboard going into the final round on Sunday. Yeah, it's 
couple big names like at the top, yeah, like we said, Cantley, Rory, DJ, Finnell's up there. <laughs> Your boy Brendan Todd. Yeah. Still yeah. Top. <laughs> hey, he's been playing where's, pretty well. Where's, where's Webb at? Is Webb having a rough weekend? I'd imagine so. I don't see him right away. Is he even playing this weekend? Like, he, he doesn't have to. I know he's qualified for the. I guess I don't not. Think he's playing. Yeah. He's yeah, because he's qualified for the tour championship because yeah. he's top five. Oh, so yeah, he, he's probably just took the week off the rest for that. Because uh, I think because the tour championship's worth more points than the rest of them, right? It makes sense. Yeah, I, I think I think I think that he did the math where if he wins the tour championship, he wins no matter what. Is what I think it is, and he's probably focused on that. Uh, but yeah, so that's the BMW. It's gonna. It's not gonna be. I will say the, the the scores like this, they're not as exciting to watch, but the more you understand about golf, the more you appreciate rounds like this, like tournament for sure. Where like you can like know that they're strategizing which holes they have to that they're gunning for it because these are the holes that they can get get a stroke or the holes that they play it safe because they're they're, they're really uh, no other options or else they're gonna be risking a, a crooked number. Yeah. Def, definitely so, yeah. tough course. Yeah. Yeah, it's at uh, Olympia Fields. Uh, yeah, that's not a great one. The U.S. Open's at a – isn't the U.S. Open at a big, not- noticeably tough course this year? I think so. so. I, know that, uh, uh... I know people were saying the Tiger – now the Tiger's out of it, that he might withdraw. Really? And play and – because there, there's only one course that uh, – it's like even similar to what the U.S. Open is. And, like, you have to, like, book it up fast to play practice rounds at it. Um, says that winged foot. Golf yeah, that's what yeah, it is. New York. Foot. Yeah, that's – and then I think the – um, actually, no, yeah, they want him to play practice rounds at wing. Okay. But, yeah, that would make sense. But, yeah, that's – that'll be fun. Oh, the tournament in New York. Is it northern – northern New York? They've been getting pounded with rain the last couple of weeks. So that can definitely that be a watch coming up. Yeah. He also is – Tiger's going on record about how – weird it's going to be with no fans and majors so yeah that'll be interesting but uh that's not for is there a week off or is it just straight tour championship u.s open um i think i, I just looked it up it was the week of the 17th for september so I, they probably have a week, so they have yeah. A week off. yeah they got a week off so tiger's got two weeks to prep for that that'll be exciting but yeah still got the tour championship look forward to next weekend that's going to be a lot of big names in that uh it's only 30, right? Yep. Only 30 golfers. 30. Yeah. Yeah. That, that'll be fun. But uh, then going from golf, we're getting, we have, our, we have our routine, our routine now where we go, we go baseball or basketball lead, get knock those two out, go UFC golf, and then we get the hockey. I think we do it because it's the only sport that, uh, that our hometown team is actually doing well in. So we kind of like wait to get our hopes up again. So, uh, yeah, so we got hockey, another another sport that got postponed two days in response to a boycotts and protests from the NBA. They were the other the other league to actually, as a league, postpone. MLB just went team by team. But now we have hockey games coming back tomorrow as well. So we can recap some of the series as we're still uh, – when we recorded it was, what, the last couple games of the – First round, um, right? I believe so. It was back on like the 18th. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were wrapping up the. Advanced yet. So we're on to the second round now. So we have 
Flyers beat the Canadians. The Canucks beat the Blues. I didn't even realize that the Canucks were doing yeah. that good. That's, that's the problem the Canucks are. You just don't know how they're, how good they are until they're, they're in the Stanley Cup final, which we'll see if that happens because they're – spoiler, they're doing well in the second round. Well, um, Dallas beat the Flames. That was another toss-up series. That mm-hmm. was fun to see. Islanders absolutely washed the Capitals, which was kind of hilarious to think about <laughs> because the Islanders coach is the – Former. Was the – Capitals coach yep. last year, and they came out because they said we want a younger person to be our coach because we don't think we're good anymore. And he just comes back and just wipes them out of the playoffs. And they get the understudy, gets the can. I think it was like eight hours after that game even went final. Uh, that's the Canucks being the Blues. Uh, Bruins, no Tuca, just ruined all of our picks, saying how we thought they were going to lose without Tuca. They just said, "Nah, we're going to win four in a row." Or Three of four after they they dropped game two and then they just won three in a row. Uh, beating the Hurricanes, the Avalanche absolutely massacred the Coyotes. Those last two games, they won by six, game five, and six. They won by 12 goals last two games of that series. Uh, just ridiculous. Um, Vegas beat the Blackhawks. That had already happened by the time we were uh, recording. He beat the Blue Jackets. So, second round is the Flyers, Islanders, Stars, Blue, Stars, Avalanche, Canucks, Golden Knights, and Bruins, Lightning. The I think yeah. Let's see if I have this right. The Lightning are up two one. Yep. The Stars are up two one. Like I said, spoiler alert, they're doing doing well. Um, and then the other two uh, series are tied but, at one. Yeah, the Canucks are tied one one with the Golden Knights. After the Golden Knights destroyed them game one, right? Wasn't that five nothing? Yeah, five nothing. But then they come back and win five two game two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Islanders Flyers is a super gritty series. I think the Flyers are slowly figuring I them see out. See what you did there. Yeah, <laughs> I actually didn't even realize it. Now uh, he's in Toronto now, so <laughs> Flyers have the most fans there out of any of the teams because Gritty's in in Toronto. So maybe that'll change things around. Um, but yeah, that's the NHL. That's what we have. So the games going on tomorrow are. Ooh, they're doing a 12-hour ga- or seven-hour gap. That's Why don't they just push the Lightning Bruins back? I don't know. Uh, but Lightning Bruins play at 12 tomorrow. Uh, Flyers Islanders play at 7. And Canucks Golden Knights play at 945. So two pivotal game threes and a game four where the Lightning can just take a commanding lead. They look insane. Uh, I didn't check the doc to see if any of you guys are betting them. But I am be- I'm being a homer, said the Flyers – Slowly figuring out the uh, the Islanders. I think the biggest thing is that they switched like their three warm up games are against completely different play style teams than the Canadians and Islanders. So I think now that they're this will be what the ninth game, ninth game against this style of play, this gritty, where they have to get crisp passes to uh to get out of the zone. I think that uh, they're slowly figuring that out and getting good breakouts. So I think they're just going to be able to. Reassert themselves in five one five again with uh, hopefully the stop the top line staying hot, Kevin Hayes staying hot. Still need G to do it, give me a little more, but I think they're gonna they're gonna come out top, go up two one in the series. Is, is Drew playing? Drew is he hurt? <laughs> I don't know. I don't see him out there. That's all. He just he just disappears in the series. I don't understand. Wow. It just doesn't make sense. Oh, wow, you're. Yeah, I know. He's been – that's what, 22, 22 playoff games or something? Yeah, whatever, whatever that was. 
insane. Yeah, Tried. Uh, like, it didn't land. I was like, wait, are they playing right now? <laughs> I, I miss, is my information completely wrong? <laughs> no, but it was it was good to see uh, Hayes finally show up last game. Yeah, Hayes and Q's so someone to help uh, Jake finally. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's my pick in with the Flyers. I like them tomorrow too. Um, for me, I'm gonna go with Vegas. I I really just don't see. I don't think they're better than this. Uh, or I think Vegas is much much better than this Canucks team. I truly truly think the Blues should have taken that series, and they just let it slip. By having a slow start, they went down 2-0 to the Canucks and kind of let them control the series from there. Um, so I, I just think Vegas is the much better team, and they'll take a series lead at, following tomorrow's game. All right. Well, you know, I, I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Tampa Bay over uh, Boston. I think uh, Tampa Bay is just finally going to run away with the series. And then I think that Schaefer, I agree with your pick that the Flyers are going to beat the Islanders. And I think they're eventually going to collide with the Lightning in the, uh, the Eastern. I think that's finals. like when we did our predictions, isn't that, isn't that what you predicted? Lightning Flyers? I forget, but um, I, I think it was I, you who said I, that. I think so, but. I, I I mean it, well, you know it wasn't a tough yeah. thing to predict really but if I did but yeah I think that's what it ends up being yeah that's got some fun hockey games tomorrow should be a game three is always the most exciting in this series especially if it's one one but uh that's that's our hockey hockey picks uh, and football news nothing really major there's been no preseason haven't really any major injuries to, of note there's been a couple like. Uh, big hits for teams, but like they're not like big national names. Like uh, Andre Dillard tore his bicep; he's uh, he's out for the season. Uh, uh, just out for the season. Uh, so their O line's looking weird. But uh, that's that's the football news. Big Ten's trying to come back and after Thanksgiving, yep. that'll yeah, that'll be exciting. Uh, in soccer, major news is Lionel Messi. Uh, you know, Messi's leaving Barcelona for first, like after being there for forever. Man City is his favorite. Um, that's that would just be absolutely wild. <laughs> uh, Bayern won the Premier uh, Champions League. Uh, Sevilla won Europa League for the uh, the fifth time in what in like seven years. Absolutely mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, <clears throat> League One is starting back up this weekend. Premier League starting back soon. Premier League news is Chelsea bought everyone, and then Messi is gonna uh, probably go there. But yeah, that's really all we have. Soccer news is really all I got from this huge recap episode. But yeah, all right, I think that's all we got for for today. Um, I think we're I think that's so that's what I, was gonna say. I think we're kind of going away back. from the the set in stone two two episodes per week, so. I think we're trying to go ahead and make a Twitter page so we can uh, alert you guys when we'll be up again. But we're trying; we're going to stick to at least one show a week. Um, not exactly sure when we'll be right back because um, we look forward look forward to having the Twitter yeah. page up before our next yeah. show, and it'll be on. The-
All right, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, thank, thanks, guys, for listening, and we'll catch you whenever, whenever we're back. Thanks, guys.